Hi, everybody. Welcome to our second season of I Love Palm Beach. And we're talking about the sun for our next 20 episodes. So I really wanted to bring somebody who's an expert. Everybody thinks we don't have as much fun in the sun as we do. But I have a local expert. I have Chris Martinez of WPF 25 News, first warning. And he is a severe storm expert. And we're going to talk about the storms that we do experience in Florida and why we don't always get hit with nothing to be fearful. We still have our hurricane parties, but half the time those storms blow out to sea and are just a lot of rain. So hi, Chris. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be part of this kind of, uh, you know, we do live in paradise. So it's, you know, we, it's, Everyone thinks, like we were talking about this earlier, that when you say you're going to move to Florida or you live in Florida, that everyone is like, oh, my God, hurricanes. You know, that's the first thing that they talk about. But Absolutely. It's, it's really not bad at all. Like, I think the main thing for us is, and people that have been here for a while, is as long as you have a plan and as long as you have common sense, and as long as you've got things together, you know, because we've been through a couple of close calls. Um, and as long as you've got everything together, it's really not bad at all. Yeah, we're prone to seeing, you know, those, those big storms moving in during hurricane season. But if you have the plan, if you have your stuff together, there really shouldn't be any fear going into hurricane season or even moving down down to Florida because the majority of the time it's palm trees and sunshine and I think that's you know why a lot of people are down here even though you know we have to occasionally or sometimes not occasionally deal with hurricanes so I think the main thing is a lot of people when they hear Florida they want to move to Florida they automatically go to oh my god but what about the hurricanes to be honest with you yeah sometimes we're going to have to deal with some pretty intense storms but Again, as long as you play it common sense and you've got your stuff together and you've got your plan about what could potentially happen if you do get into a bind, then that, I think, eliminates a lot of the fear about, you know, not necessarily correlating Florida with, oh, my God, hurricanes, you know? So, um, yeah, because the most part, it's just like palm trees and sunshine and maybe a few afternoon showers. That's it. That makes your job easy, huh? You get to report yeah it's been quiet and you know the next yeah. day it's gonna be quiet you know it's summertime in florida you're gonna see a shower but yeah. i tell you what later the sun shines back like that's the beauty that's why i like living in florida because you'll see these sun showers you know it's sunny and it's still raining right on top of top of you and it really doesn't disrupt your plans too much uh so uh, there's just, you know, a charm about living in Florida. You know what's to expect. Um, you know that we're not totally immune from rain, but the sunshine is really prevalent in the, in the summertime. You can do all your, all your outdoor activities. I mean, we live in a very nice area for boating, anything on the water, jet skis, you know, and you name it, paddle boarding. We've got it all here. And we don't really see too many days that we see uh, days that are just nonstop rain days where you can't go out and enjoy yourself. So I think that's the beauty of uh, here living here in Florida, especially in South Florida, is we know we can last about, we can endure a shower that's going to last 20 minutes and then we can go do our thing 
when it's done and it's not going to be an all day rain event. Not to say that those days won't happen, but the majority of the time, everything is fine here in South Florida. Absolutely. I know people that actually look forward to those rain days. They don't feel guilty like they have to go out and have fun. They can lay around and watch their Netflix and read a book. Right. Light, light the candles, uh, listen to the, uh, listen to some jazz, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, clean your house, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. outside. Um, but those days are few and far between, but you know, we, we need those days because sometimes we do need the rain. Um, so it's just a, it's just a good trade-off. All we see all kinds of weather here in South Florida, but the majority is it's good weather. And it's not something when you're a whole day. So absolutely. So hurricane season officially started in July. Is it July first that it begins? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we go through November fifteenth. November thirtieth. November thirtieth. Okay. Typically, I'm ask your expertise, but I see most storms when we do get get them or get called for them usually happen in September, August, October. That's typically when we need to really have our, you know, pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, and I was just looking at a couple of things and, and for the most part, June and July are typically quieter months. Um, mm -hmm. As we head into August, especially after August 10th, we start to see some uh, a slight incline in the possibility for uh, tropical activity. Um, but yeah, you're right. September, especially the mid part of September is the peak of, of hurricane season or when we could see a lot more activity and that could possibly go through the latter part of September into early October for us. And then it typically wanes down as we head into November, not to say we haven't had any late season storms, but mm -hmm. speaking, if we had to average it out for South Florida, our peak really starts to kick in, you know, the September October area. Um, so that's what a lot of people, it's been quiet in the tropics and it's, you know, it's been great not talking about anything, but also we've got to keep it realistic and just let, you know, not everyone should let their guard down moving forward because usually after August 10th, um, we start to see if, you know, sh uh, more storms kind of fire up in the uh the atlantic basin especially coming off the tropical waves in africa um so just because june and july we, i mean we've seen six named storms but mm -hmm. nothing really kind of been so menacing to worry about so i i, I want to stay you know just be on guard just pay attention to what's going on but also know that it is possible as we get into the latter part of august and september that that tropical activity could really increase in a fast fast way not to say direct movement to florida but just know that the tropical activity mm -hmm. uh, pick up during that time period what is an indicator that we're going to have a busier um active storm season does it have to do with water temperature or humidity that's, or the that's the one of the comes? so when we try to forecast uh, what's going on and what could potentially happen, Trop, you know, how many storms we can, again, these forecasts are the best estimate and best guess, best forecast using uh, different parameters. And one of the main things we look at is 
what's going on in a larger scale? You may have heard of El Nino. You may have heard of La Nina. Well, during mm -hmm. an El Nino year, uh, for the tropical weather, it usually means that we see fewer systems develop. Now, as we transition from an El Nino to a La Nina, start to see a few more we start to see a better chance that those could develop right now we're kind of in a neutral position el nino uh excuse me el nino into la nino we could be moving into a weak kind of light el, la nina pattern and that gives us an indication that we could have at least an average season or an above average season so that's the big picture what's going on big picture is it el nino La Nina. So that kind of lays the foundation for forecasting. Then we look at, uh, so tropical systems, they need water, they need uh, warmth. Mm -hmm. And of course, ocean is prime. I mean, those water temperatures in the Gulf and the Atlantic <coughs> are at least 85. Now, a system, in order for it to grow, needs to be at least 80 degrees Fahrenheit. So just think of the the warmer the water temperature, the more fuel that can strengthen that storm. That doesn't necessarily mean hotter water temperatures mean there's going to be more storms. The okay, hotter water, yeah, yeah, the hotter water temperatures means it could further intense a storm. So the hotter the water, the stronger the storm could be. So it is a, it's another minor parameter that goes into uh, the forecasting. Also, sometimes during uh, May, June, and July, you'll have these cold fronts. Even though they're not, have, they don't have a lot of cold air behind them, they'll come through and move into Florida, and that creates what we call wind shear. And wind shear is another parameter that we look, uh, look for. And wind shear is, just think of it as winds that could tear anything apart. So hurricanes, tropical systems, they thrive in areas of very low wind shear because they've got to spin. But if there's wind shear around a system, just think of that tearing the storm apart. So it okay. really develop further. So if these fronts keep coming down, because they're moving from, they're moving, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Um, so just think of when the fronts come down, they move from the north to the south, right? So just think of those kind of potentially hampering anything that's moving from the east to the west. So if the fronts are around, we've got wind shear. And wind shear helps keep tropical development low. So that's another parameter that we look at. So we kind of put all these parameters together, and that's where the name storms and the possibility or the mm -hmm. above comes into play. But I think a lot there's a conception with, oh, that water temperature is so hard, uh, so hot, so that means we're gonna see more storms. It's not necessarily true, it just means that the storms could be stronger. And over the past few years, we've seen a lot of Cat 5s um, because the water temperatures are super warm out there. It's 90 degrees in the Gulf, like that <clears throat> is super warm. Uh, so to say if there was a storm out in the Gulf, it could see rapid intensification and become very strong. So we basically put all those parameters together and that's how we laid the, the forecast basis about what kind of season we could potentially see. Okay, so it's neutral. 
I heard a rumor that years where we have low sea turtle nesting, there's usually a storm. That the yeah. turtles somehow know that we're going to have storms and they don't lay as many eggs. So that I don't is- know if that's true, but I read a study and it was some study and they looked at all the years where we had a low nesting season and those were the years we had the storms. So I thought that was a little fun fact. It may just be a, a great correlation. Yeah, it may just be a you know old wives' tale, but we've had a lot of sea turtle nests here, so we should be good. <laughs> so I guess everybody is free to come on down to Florida right now and enjoy. I think we should have a good year. Um, those of us that are living here, what are the top precautions? What do people do wrong mostly when this storm happens? I think people don't really, there's a lot of people that they become, especially there's a lot of folks here that have been here forever. Mm-hmm. You know, they've picked up from New York or up north and they've said Florida is the place. There's a reason why they've been here for years because, because of the weather, right? And, you know, and they've become accustomed to hurricanes over the years. They compare it to, I remember Charlie and I remember Gene and they compare mm-hmm. that and they're like, oh, we got through just fine. Um, but I think a lot of people nowadays, especially now that we have to sometimes deal with storm surge with the bigger storms, is knowing your zone, your evacuation zone. And I think that's because the evacuation zones, you got to know what zone you're in, just in case you have to, uh, uh, what's the word? Evacuate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a mandatory evacuation. Um, and I think a lot of people don't really know because they haven't really, we really haven't had, I mean, we had Michael that came close. We had Irma that came very close. Um, but really, we didn't see that much of a direct, you know, blow yeah. from those storms. Thank goodness. Um, but I think people, they need to know the evacuation zone. They need to be, uh, they need to know what's going on with their insurance and read about the insurance and read the bottom line because sometimes, you know, folks sign and get it done and they really don't read Mm -hmm. their policy. So I think those are the two things. I don't really think we get a lot of things wrong. It's just, there's sometimes a lot of complacency, uh, especially with the folks that have been here a Mm -hmm. time. And I, I think if you just, you know, stay on top of what's going on, stay on top of just, you know, just pay attention to what's going on and just don't complain. Cause there's a lot of folks that are like, Oh, I, I was in this one and we did, just, <laughs> we were fine. you know, Oh, the roof, the roof had some damage, but we were just fine. You're going to have folks that are not going to leave. You're going to have folks, gonna, you know, and the thing is like, you really can't, I mean, our job is to relay the, the major weather information to keep you safe. So it's not like what we're, we're telling you what to do. We're just giving, we're just saying, Hey, here's what we know. We want to keep you safe. So you take our information and you do whatever you want. with it. I'm not your boss. You know, I can't, I can't tell you, mm-hmm. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you not to have a hurricane party, but what I'm saying is everyone's going to do what they're going to do. Just, you got to do it safely and you got to do it smart and you just got to pay attention. And I know there's a lot of folks here that um, have been here for a while and they're complacent. 
and they're really not going to, and we don't want to get in a situation where you're going to be broken out of the complacency when it's knocking on your doorstep and it's really happening. So I just think all we need to do, especially if you've been here, you're moving here is just study up, just, just, you know, just become current about what's going on, the forecast, pay attention to the weather forecast, um, and just have your plan in place because you don't want to be caught off guard if something is developing because these, these storms as we've seen can develop super quick in a matter. And you just don't want to be caught off guard. So I think there's a saying, uh, uh, failure to prepare, prepare to fail. Like, I think that's, you know, that's, it rings true. If you don't do your homework, if you don't prepare, well, then you're setting yourself up for failure. So it's really simple. There's nothing to be scared about. We're, I mean, look at the state of Florida. It looks like a, a finger. You know? <laughs> right. it, it is what it is. And there is going to be a chance that we could be impacted by a hurricane. That's just reality. But the fact that you could prepare yourself and have everything, all your ducks in a row ready to go, then that'll set yourself up for less anxiety in the time. Or, uh, if there is a hurricane and it'll, you know, so you're not last minute doing things because that's that's what creates a lot of confusion and anxiety is when folks don't have their stuff together or they're planning mm-hmm. everyone at the last minute is home depot and at the gas station <laughs> and uh, getting their beer and getting their wine and you know and but now we're in a different time because now we're in the time of coronavirus mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's even more important that you have your stuff together before because you don't want to be at Home Depot or Walmart, you know, you know, just it's going to be a madhouse if that comes, especially with the mask. And it's just, you know, we're in a very kind of it almost seems around the world. We're kind of in a very volatile, sensitive situation. And I, mm-hmm. I'm a chill person like I'm just easy come easy go just you know have your stuff together and just have a positive mentality moving forward because we're all in this together you know absolutely yep and but in the grand scheme of things days like today where it's sunny at the beach it's beautiful i'm looking at the beach right here and it's just it's gorgeous and that's what the majority 90 percent of the time in, in florida that's what we that's why people move Oh, that's why people stay here. That's why people want to retire here. Um, because it, it's not like there's a lot of Floridians moving up to Michigan or up north. <laughs> um, so, again, my, my key point is just, just be on top of things. Have your plan in place. And, and you won't have to worry at the last minute. Okay, Chris, I lost you there. Are you back? I lost for a minute. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I don't want to take up any more of your time. I really enjoyed it. And feel free to come on the show anytime you like. And I'll let you know when this airs. And um, it was a lot of fun. And hopefully we're not planning any hurricane parties this year. Absolutely. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. So much. All right. Bye.